0: It is Sunday, December 16th. This is Raj Gary with the Wrestling Game Podcast, joined as always by Mr. Matt Morgan. Matt, how are you doing tonight?
1: Obi-Wan can, can Morgan tonight here with the hoodie on. <laughs> yeah, you're looking very wise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so tonight we had TLC. Uh, real quick, Matt, your overall thoughts of the event?
1: I loved it. I honestly did. I I liked it a lot. I really liked the girls' stuff tonight.
0: I really did. A I lot. agree. I thought the girls' stuff stole the show. I thought the main event uh, well, was everything and more. I thought Rousey and Nia was the second best match on the show. Uh, yes. They, I mean, they made the show. I thought it almost uh, was a thumbs down if it weren't for those two matches, and it's a big thumbs up.
1: I agree. Well, like, I'm surprised I'm saying this. You know, we always, you know, find something to disagree on usually, but like, <laughs> no, it's because we both have so much passion, right? As fans, right. but like, dude, no question. The girls turn this show around.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it made sense. Uh, the main event, Ronda Rousey coming in all made sense. Storyline wise, it wasn't just, you know, where you need to turn your brains off. It, it, it all went with the storyline. So I thought it was, uh, it was good stuff. was great. Were you able to catch the pre-show at all?
1: No, I was doing seven foot Santa in Longwood.
0: <laughs> oh, so you were dressed as Santa?
1: No, I was dressed as the world's largest Santa. Ah, so you, right? Nice, um, Yeah, so I had like three hundred different kids throughout our city come on out, and uh, it was a different event I wanted to do to get people to come out to a new multi million dollar park we have in our city that we just put we just uh, put in. And uh, people that are watching that don't really know, I live in a very small city that don't really have much entertainment and things of that nature. So I'm trying to change that now that I'm a deputy mayor. And uh, so to get people to come out to the park from different cities, I put together the seven foot Santa idea and it was packed. It was pretty cool. So a really fun event. I got back late. I got back like literally with 10 minutes before the pay-per-view started. So long day, but fun day and capped off with a great uh, TLC
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, Mr. Glenn Rubenstein couldn't join us tonight, but he will be back tomorrow. Um, So the kickoff show started with Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight title. Um, You know, he's jacked uh, this match. I mean, they worked really well. But as you know, 205 Live fans didn't
1: really care all that much. Um, It's a good match, though, you think?
0: It was good. Uh, you know, again, a good match a with no heat.
1: Are, right. I was just going to say the same thing. Where's that in my mouth, dude? There's the fans. When they're not into it, it does subtract so many points from it, right? And it yeah. sucks because it, that match itself, the psychology, the athleticism, it all was impressive to me.
0: Yeah, so this was on the uh, on the kickoff, so I guess you did see that.
1: Oh, I did yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh yeah, so the the finish saw uh, uh, Buddy Murphy knocking Cedric Alexander down with a running knee, hitting Murphy's law in the middle of the ring to get the pin to retain the title. So, again, good match, but uh, fans just do not care about two hundred five live. It's a it's a dead brand, and uh, it is, and it's gotten worse since it's moved to Tuesday. I feel like there's even less buzz if that's possible. Um, so the next match we had Elias versus Bobby Lashley. Now, when they announced it last week, they said that whoever got the la- the the guitar on the pole first could use the guitar as a weapon, but it was basically changed to just a ladder match. So whoever got the guitar won. Um, and so kind of a nothing match, um, the end saw Elias, uh, get the ladder. Um, I mean, get the guitar, win the match. Uh, afterwards Lashley beats Elias down kind of one of those 50, 50 things. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: It just keeps it going. Nothing, nothing really much here.
1: Dude, it's that 50-50 stuff. If you're gonna put somebody like Elias over, which is what the storyline called for, in my opinion, of where they were at with what they've been telling us each week on Raw, um, I'm sorry, Bobby was due for an L tonight, and I don't, I don't like having Bobby ever lose, and he shouldn't be in the scenario to begin with. But being that they booked themselves into a corner as usual, this is what happens. You take away that win. Now that win doesn't mean anything. We're not gonna win that W he got on Bobby Lashley like we should. Mm -hmm. If you saw that on paper that he went over on Bobby Lashley as a fan and you didn't see the pay-per-view, wouldn't you be like, holy crap, he beat Bobby Lashley? That's a big win. They must have big plans for him. But then you read on and you see in the spoiler or or, sorry, the report where Bobby Lashley handed him his ass and got all of his heat back. Like it's that 50-50 crap I can't stand
0: yep it does not it does no one any good no and if and it you know, hurts
1: Bobby it hurts
0: Bobby. exactly I mean when we were talking about when Lashley came in last year if I told you by the end of the year he'd be on the pre-show uh, you know you'd be like you
1: know nothing I was about <laughs> to ask you right now because I told you before we started you know being you know completely transparent and everybody watching you, uh, Raj asked me if I watched the, the pre-show and I thought I didn't see it but I did see it actually because obviously I watched that match beforehand. And now we're talking about Bobby being on the pre-show, because that's why I didn't think I was watching the pre-show. I thought that was the (laughs) pay-per-view.
0: Exactly. I really did.
1: I thought they were second up on the pay-per-view, I swear.
0: Yeah, so that is a pre-show match. And then the opening match of the pay-per-view is Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox versus R-Truth and Carmella. So uh, the Mixed Match Challenge Season 2 Finals, uh, a season that had AJ Styles, Charlotte Flair, Braun Strowman, uh, Finn Balor, you know oscar all this talent at one point and good. r-truth and Cam- carmella win the season
1: well good because all those talents left this show and they should have because it's ridiculous
0: yeah <laughs> yeah some of it was due to injury uh but yeah it was uh i mean this season was just a mess um basically uh carmella rolled fox into the code of silence for the win and i think this step is so stupid Um, No one cared about this season, so they added the stipulation that the winners get the number 30 spots in the Royal Rumble matches. And that always has been one of those things where you're really anticipating, you're really excited to see who's number 30, who's coming out at number 30. And now you know it's going to be Carmella and R-Truth. Good Um, point.
1: Yeah, it just kind of kills that. It does. We're not getting that. Return of Haku at number thirty, or-, or or
0: John Cena that one year when everyone thought he was going to be gone for you know like nine months, and Edge one year. I mean, they've yeah. had some big surprises.
1: Or Matt Morgan coming back, you know, at number thirty.
0: There you go. You're now you're going to have to come in at number twenty nine. Booking my own shit. <laughs> so anyway, so that season's done. You think there'll be a season three?
1: I pray not, but I'm sure there will be because yeah. they th- they are social media savvy. I'll give them that. And I, and, but I, this doesn't get that many views on Facebook. It just doesn't.
0: Oh, uh, the the finale got like seventeen thousand. So
1: insanity, uh, uh, my. The guy from who who filmed my seven foot Santa already beat that today on his Facebook. Yeah, I mean, serious, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's pathetic. P- seventeen thousand.
0: Yeah, people in the chat saying it's not going to be our truth. I mean, he's going to get attacked. Uh, how many oh. times do we give WWE a lot of credit, thinking that they're going to do some big surprise and they don't? So, hey, um,
1: but, but but I could see them doing that though. Come on, I even I could see that. I agree with them in the chat. I hope There's so. No way, our truth's getting thirty. That I is hope fart so. in, that's a fart in church.
0: Yeah, maybe they do something where our truth comes in at number thirty in the women's Royal Rumble. You know, because how he always comes out at the wrong time. And then because of that, he forfeited his spot in the men's, you know, men's Rumble.
1: I'm going to put something to the test here, Raj, really quick. I know we got to move on, but let me ask you something. mm -hmm. Can you tell me the last, the number 30 entrance in the Royal Rumble? I, I want to ask the chat room this. Please tell me the last entrance as number 30 in the Royal Rumble since the year the fans went nuts when it wasn't Daniel Bryan and it was Rey Mysterio. Could you guys give me from the progressing years on through now the number 30 entrant in each Rumble since? And I'm asking that because I want to see if WWE smartened up since then and they learned their lesson about giving the fans and feeding them that number 30 entrant of being somebody cool, somebody they like, somebody they appreciate. So that would have been, I think, what
0: five years ago when Daniel Bryan was. Yeah. Not, not number three so if, yeah someone in the chat
1: if you guys can Please. find that we will uh because that will be our answer on on, on if they decide to jump run uh our truth or not in my opinion
0: yeah people are all right we'll wait till someone's got all five but truck, drive, uh, yeah yeah um so next we had the triple threat for the smackdown tag team titles new day usos versus the bar um it was xavier and kofi for the new day mm-hmm. um Really good match. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't expect anything less. It's kind of, you know, right. Lusos and New Day, anytime they're together, it's going to, it's kind of,
1: yeah, they got it. Chemistry insane. It just feels like you've seen it a lot. It is, but yeah, I like it though. Okay, on paper, I don't, but once it's playing and I know I got to watch it and I'm doing the report on the show, I like watching it for what it's worth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was good again. Uh there's just something about it when I see the Usos in the New Day. I'm like, man, I feel like I've seen this for five years now. Oh, yeah. yeah um, but the bar picked up the win. Sheamus uh, hitting the brogue kick on Xavier for the win. So the bar retains. Uh, next up, we had Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in a TLC match. They used that whole no DQ thing because Strowman clearly in no condition to wrestle. Right. Um, his, you know, He was came out in a sling. Uh, but he said, it's an ODQ match, so I can have help. Uh, then you had Apollo Cruz come out and uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. And then Finn Balor on the other side, all holding chairs. And then Baron Corbin, they they nail him with some chair shots. He starts running back. And Kurt Angle came out to a surprise. Um, huge pop. Wow. Yeah, huge pop. Uh, it's cool seeing him back. Uh, they got him back into the ring. Uh, Cruz hit a big frog splash. They they all hit their finishers, and then uh, Finn Balor followed up with the coup de grace. and that was. And then Strowman just put his boot on Corbin for the win.
1: All right, now here's the thing with this. My here's my only question. I liked the creativity and how they got there. Right, you can't <laughs> wrestle. What's going to happen? Okay, the fans went nuts when they announced Baron Corbin is no longer the GM of the show. They're no, no longer GM elect. The fans love that, but my question is this: Why on God's green earth would any of these guys help, of all people, Braun Strowman? Okay, yeah, he's a babyface. He has handed each and every one of them their ass multiple times when he would just walk out, uh, uh, you know, during these people's matches and power bomb the hell out of them, choke slam the hell out of them. Hit him with a running power slam. All of those guys that you saw out there. He has interrupted all their matches and nuked each and every one of them. And I'm talking this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Finn made a little sense because he'd been feuding with Corbin. But, um,
1: yeah. So the hatred for Corbin is so much it's okay, you think?
0: Yeah, No. I mean, you know, I personally thought this would have been a lot more effective if he just had Kurt Angle. It made the most sense uh, storyline-wise. I feel like it would have been – Having everyone else kind of muddied the waters a little bit, if it was just Kurt Angle, I think the pop would have been huge. It would have been unexpected. You have him destroy Baron Corbin. I just think it would have been a lot more effective than everyone else.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, regardless, they they did the storyline. Strowman won, so Corbin is out as GM. So tomorrow night, Vince McMahon, we'll talk about this a little more after the recap. Vince McMahon's going to be on Raw, coming to shake things up. After a record low ratings the last few weeks. Uh so yeah, well, chances are we're gonna get a new GM. You think it'll go back to Kurt Angle or will they do something new?
1: I don't know. If Vince coming, that that, that that scares me. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. If he's coming in there saying he's coming to shake things up, I I don't see why it would be Kurt again then.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I feel. Um, next up we had Natalia versus Ruby Riot in the tables match. Um I kind of felt like this match over delivered it was way better than i was yeah. expecting
1: it was I, I was not looking forward to this match
0: yeah yeah I was, I was kind of like zoned out when it started but by the end i was i was really into it um you know ruby riot had her table with jim the Envil nightheart's face on it mm-hmm. and then natalia at the end had her own table with ruby on it uh ruby had climbed to the top rope tried to hurry Karana and natalia through a table but natalia blocked it she powered up and put Riot through the table with a power bomb to get the win. So Natalia wins um, wins that match.
1: Yeah, good, good, good. I'm hoping a good bookend, right to the end of this little mini, this, this I guess you would call it a, a, a mid card feud, right for the, for the women's division. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, good finish. This is where the story needed to go, and I'm glad they capped it off. I'm hoping they capped it off, and she moves on.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: She being that,
0: yeah, and it, they did something backstage with Natalia and and Ronda Rousey, and uh, yeah. Charlie Caruso went up and kind of like was only interested in interviewing Ronda's, so and Natalia walked away. So maybe that's a little seed. Yeah, I thought that's why I took it. Yeah. Now this one I was not happy with Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Um,
1: match why not? itself,
0: the match itself was good. Uh, drew. Uh, Dolph Ziggler interferes yeah. at the end uh, Drew rolled uh, Okay, let me let me read this whole thing uh, Drew Dolph comes in, interferes uh, He drops Drew at ringside with the super kick Ziggler brings the steel chair over But Drew kicked it in his face Drew rolled Ziggler into the ring And the referee told him not to bring the chair in mm-hmm. Drew brought it in, Balor kicked him uh, Kicks it he back into him, him And go then go went go. into the top, hit the coup de grace on Drew For the pin to win So Finn Balor beats Drew McIntyre with Yeah, we don't
1: we we don't like that, obviously. Okay, but l- let me just say this something: the fans at home probably saw this too, and so did you, Raj. Mm-hmm. Um, the ref, I, I have a feeling the ref screwed up tonight in the finish. You think so? Yeah, because um, Drew tried to slide the, the chair at the last second under his back, so he would have taken the he would have eaten the coup de grace on top of a steel chair, which would have added a little bit more, yeah, oomph. To him being pinned, I guess you could say it's him being protected a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's two chair shots plus interference from Dolph, you know, in order to beat him. That's that's if you're going to beat him, that's somewhat acceptable, I suppose, right? So, but then the referee took the chair and threw it out of the ring, and Cole, right on cue, was going to call that that was the finish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Coup de Gras on the steel chair. Oh no! Referee takes it out of there at the last second. It didn't. It didn't didn't
0: look right yeah uh yeah my problem was more with drew losing he shouldn't be losing it's it's the whole no, thing shouldn't. we always talk about i know some people are going to be like well they protected him because Dolph interfered. it doesn't matter you know if the undertaker you're building him up you don't have him well, lose no. to tito santana even if the no, ultimate warrior you know you still it, it it stalls the momentum it doesn't help them keep going
1: it doesn't and, and people are like, oh, it's okay that he could sit in neutral for a week if it helps get somebody else over. I'm like, no, it does not help, actually. And here's the thing. Your ex- the Undertaker example versus Tito is a great one. It, it, but here's the thing. We should never see any context with that man's shoulders pinned for three seconds. Absolutely. I don't care if someone brings a gun, somebody stabs him. I don't care what it is. He should never be on the mat for three seconds with another person's body on top of him. We should never see that scene. I don't care what the context is. We should not be seeing that yet.
0: Yeah, and and to go back to that Undertaker example, like when he came in, he was this monster. You can't picture someone beating him. As soon as someone beats him, now you can picture it, even if it's a flip. And so you know, Drew, you had him months and months and months being undefeated, and you've you know, and the two guys you have beat him are Dolph Ziggler and Finn. No disrespect to those guys. It's just how they've been booked. But you know they don't have big plans for Dolph or Finn, so you're you're giving them a win over a guy that you're building. That's clearly a, a guy that could be the top heel in the company. Oh, yeah. All he's one he's one big feet away from being the top heel, and you're stalling his momentum. So I, I hated
1: that. I agree with you. You easily be the top heel in that company easily. Yeah. Um, and you're right. There's just no context in which we should see that. We just shouldn't. You can see him sell. That's fine. You know, you could see him almost beat, but we should right. never right. see him pinned or tapping out. I don't even want to see him in a countout loss yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mike uh, Ravela, uh good friend of the site. He has the number thirty entrance for the Royal Rumbles. It was that year, two thousand and fourteen. It was Ray Mysterio. The year after that was Dolph Ziggler. Then it was Triple H. Then it was Roman Reigns, and then it was Dolph Ziggler again. So there you go. So you know, three of those are pretty big names. Dolph Ziggler twice. So
1: again, now our Truth. Right. You know <laughs> exactly. I, think our, I think our Truth does get John Meg. I think it does. Yeah. yeah. They, I, I hope they do something because otherwise. It... Raj, they don't care enough about that stupid Facebook show to say, well, what's the whole point of winning the season? If they're just going to be taken up, no one's going to care. Right. Like People we can't compromise
0: the season of Mixed Match Challenge. Right. 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 Yeah. So. Uh, after that, we went to really Randy Orton. Really uh-huh. quick,
1: quick, really quick. Thank you, Mike Rabello, for looking that up. Seriously, thank you. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Thanks, Stop. Mike. Uh, up next, we had Ray- Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio. A little trivia note, Rey Mysterio pinned Randy Orton at WrestleMania 22 in a triple threat match that also had Kurt Angle, who was the champ at the time, well, to I'm win sure. his first world title. Yep. So here we are, uh, 16 years, or wait, uh, 13 years later, almost. and wow. Singles match, and it was a really good match.
1: Yeah, it was surprising. I was not looking forward to this match at all.
0: Same here. This feud, for whatever
1: reason, just hasn't connected. And I, seen, I think... We've seen it, rise. We've, exactly. I, I, I was I, I, I was with WWE at the time. That's how long ago it was. Right. Like, he, like, I could have sworn I've seen these guys wrestle on house shows and stuff like that when I was there.
0: Yeah. And and I, part of the... Ray, they've quickly turned into just another guy. He just came back a couple months ago, and he's already just in the mix. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's this problem the company has with not keeping people special. I feel like they they turn Ray into just another guy really
1: quick, which is insane. He's got a mask. He, you know what I mean he looks completely different than anybody else. Yeah, he's got a great underdog story. Um, you know he's he's gonna be a the first ballot Hall of Famer, um for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else you can say about the guy. You know he's 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 tremendous. He's a he's a humongous humongous star for them, and. They've managed to find a way to do that, but should we be surprised? We saw it with Bobby.
0: Yeah, no, we should not be surprised at all. Uh, you saw Daniel Bryan. You know when he came back after oh years and years nice. and <laughs> they did the
1: impossible. They yeah. did the impossible.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, the end of the match uh, saw Ray Mysterio pin Randy Orton uh, with the surprise with a surprise three count for the win. So Ray getting the win. Huh.
1: There's a, it,
0: it was a good, it's a great match actually, but I just, man. Yeah. Uh, up next Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the raw women's championship. Mm-hmm.
1: Now um, this, now this I was excited for.
0: And this way over delivered. I thought this was the best match in Nia Jax's career. Uh, Ronda Rousey did this, uh, you know, flying crossbody to the, on the outside of the ring. I remember Shawn Michaels doing that at like WrestleMania 11, uh, back in the day and i think that was the first time i saw it like on a, a wwf pay-per-view and he i was like
1: differently is what it was raj that's why it stuck out so i thought the same thing and i rewound it watched it again she went full tilt on that where a lot of guys when they do the cross body yeah they make the person catch them fully yeah and, and then they crumble this was like a shoot cross uh, uh this was a shoot cross body and yeah. it, Just like Sean used to hit his. It was identical.
0: Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. And she and it, it didn't look awkward. It looked great.
1: No, she's so athletic. Oh, my God, she's so athletic.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I thought she looked absolutely fantastic in this match. Um, the finish, uh, Nia Jax was going for the big right hand. Uh, Rousey climbed on Jax, <laughs> brought her down into the armbar. Jax was resisting, but Rousey tur- uh, turned to Snuka. Tamina at ringside, and then tightened the armbar on Jacks, and Jacks tapped. So uh, Ronda with the win looked fantastic.
1: Yeah, and with a little bit more storytelling, obviously in that last final moment. Hell yeah, that crowd know, kiss, was hot. Kissing her hand, yeah. kissing her fist, the face breakers fist, yeah. right before making her tap out and put her in the cross armbar, cross armbreaker. But Raj, really quick. One of the, I'm sure you were going to say this, but like the dopest part of those parts of those match were her step ups, step up forearms. uh, Everything was like a step up into into step of integrity. So not that's Ronda. I mean, that's I'm sorry. That's not Ronda. That's a Naya being able to hold her and and be able to be, you know, strong enough to hold something like that. Um, One of the things, though, Naya still continually continue. She needs to work on her selling. And when I mean selling, I don't mean like and feeding, selling, or overselling. She's got to work on that registering like Yokozuna used to do. When you would punch Yokozuna, he would do this, you know, whoa, like he was going to fall over and fall backwards. And right. And he wouldn't He'd stand up and take a step forward. He did it better than anybody. In fact, I would argue the next best person doing that as a big man was um, Eki. Um, come on. Umaga? Umaga, thank you. Yeah. Umaga was tremendous at it. And it's the art of the big man sell. And Naya needs to learn to do that because it, maybe because I'm a wrestler and I'm watching it and it's different for me. I don't know. But when I was watching it, it took me under the match a few times, her hokey selling at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a register she needs to do, not a big sell, just a little bit of registering. But again, I'm nitpicking here because this match was my, honestly, was was my second favorite match of the night for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I thought the match was fantastic. I thought Rhonda would uh, great, but, and this, this comes down to the whole thing. Did you watch that, that ESPN 30 for 30 on Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson?
1: No. When was that just out?
0: Yeah. You got to see it. It's, oh, I gotta watch it's awesome. It. But you have Tyson, this unbeatable, you know, dominant force that's just destroying everybody. And then finally you get this underdog that comes and beats him. Right. And you know, you could script that in WWE. Ronda could be that dominant Tyson figure where she's just blowing through everybody, and then finally you get your baby face and Becky Lynch and, and you know trying to topple the big, bad heel Rousey who's just been murdering everyone. So when she's having these competitive matches with everyone, they're good, but you're taken away from that Tyson-esque aura
1: of her. Right, and that's that's true, and it's going to be gone, but I will say this. I am, I've been very entertained with her last three matches, though.
0: Yeah, I just think from a story point of view, she's kind of become a just another another female wrestler as opposed to something super special, you know what I mean?
1: You you're right. You're you're right in that regard, you are. But like that ship sailed yeah. in my opinion versus the belt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, they could still bring it back and say like just Ronda's getting better and like now she's, you know, accustomed to the ring and now she's getting but more and more like, dominant.
1: Yeah, but it's like what you said earlier about Drew once that genie's out of the bottle, you can't yeah. put it back. Yeah, and we've seen her now sell way too many times to now all of a sudden make her this dominant robot who doesn't bump, doesn't do anything, just eats through people. Yeah. We, I don't like when they, they can't do that. I, I won't buy it. Yeah. You gotta come out the gates acting like that and working like that. And they, they screwed up their opportunity to do that. Now I would argue Brock is that Mike Tyson. Yeah. And Braun or anybody else that beats him for that universal title will be that Buster Douglas
0: yeah and uh yeah i agree and and they've done a good good job with brock someone in the chat is saying dominant is boring it works though ronda was winning these one round matches in ufc and they got bigger and bigger each time tyson was destroying everyone in a minute you know everyone was buying it
1: bro i paid and i thought i got my money's worth every time she'd win in 20 seconds a minute i was okay with that
0: yep and same thing you know again goldberg is another example so anyway um next up aj styles versus daniel Bryan for the wwe championship um this was i mean really well wrestled it was a good match but the crowd just wasn't into it
1: i i wonder why i i don't understand why because this match too i was looking forward to this match more than any of the match. No, I was looking for the women's championship match the most. But AJ's match second, for sure, was my... I was looking forward to the most. Second most. So, I don't... What do you think it was?
0: I I think part of it might have been the story. Um, You're kind of pushing it as this grudge match, and they're wrestling a very scientific you know, scientific style. I don't know. It just didn't click. I don't know if the the personalities are right, or... I don't know. Something... it just didn't click. Oh, geez. Um, that's not me. No, uh, that's my wife. Uh, must have opened the door and had already oh, no had the home alarm set. <laughs> so um, anyway, the uh, at the end of the match, saw AJ calling for the phenomenal forearm, but he ran into the referee as uh, Daniel Bryan went under. They traded some attempts, and Daniel Bryan got a roll-up win uh, to get the pin and retain the championship. So Daniel Bryan wins here and retains. Not and
1: uh, but, what's but it's gonna isn't he chasing? I, I, I thought AJ might chase the title. Excuse me, to main for Mania.
0: What do you think? I don't think so. I mean, this was pretty clean. It almost it felt was. like they were they're ending it. There was no dispute, <laughs> no like doing something to build for a rematch.
1: Who else is there then? Who? What, what am I missing? Who am I forgetting?
0: I mean, Daniel Bryan and I don't know. Um,
1: they would not overshoot AJ for Miz. I know that's a great angle, but still.
0: I think it's gonna be Miz and Shane, if that's what they feel like they're doing. So I don't know. Brian, I mean, but
1: Daniel Bryan, if he's a champion, who's the challenger? Mania.
0: Unless, yeah, maybe they do have Daniel lose it to AJ, and then they go with AJ and someone. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's no like natural where you you could usually see the Mania feuds coming up months ahead yeah. of time. There's no natural progression right now.
1: Is Joe in there somehow? Maybe.
0: And Joe's like in this feud with Jeff Hardy, so. Yeah, I mean they I, they kind of buried Joe to where I, I I can't see them putting him in a world title which, match at WrestleMania. Which I'm
1: surprised that Vince usually when 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 TNA or former WCW guys or whomever that that made the name somewhere else and they come to WWE they usually have that one storyline where Vince finally wakes up and goes, "Oh, now we made we made this person a star." I mean, you know, he has his aha moment, right? Yeah, and Luckily for AJ Styles, it was that very first uh, uh, Royal Rumble, uh, his debut. He's one of the few Correct. who's been able to wow Vince right from the gate. But, but Joe, I would have thought for sure, because I know Vince, he would have totally been into Joe's whole thing with AJ, acting like, you know, crazy Joe, um, badass Joe, scary Joe, talking smack about AJ's family Joe, like the, the devious, deep down, personal Joe. Like, for sure, I thought that would be Vince's bag. And you're like, wow, this guy's good. Okay. This guy could be a headline heel.
0: Let me ask you this knowing how Vince operates and has operated for so long, do you think part of the thing with Joe might be the, the physique or his uh, conditioning or anything?
1: Yes. I thought for sure. Sh- yeah. Maybe until that angle, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I thought it would have made Vince finally look past it and go, Okay, you know what? Forget that. I see this 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 crazy sob, who I believe in, um, because by the same token, he eventually believed in Kevin Owens. He did an angle with him, put the title on him, did everything. Okay, yeah. and I and I would argue there's a there's a slight difference between Joe and Kevin, in my opinion. They're both overweight. One wears a shirt, one doesn't. I get it, but still, by the same token, Joe is a lot meaner.
0: Yeah, he's you know, got a lot more credibility. Like he, he, he way looks more
1: credibility.
0: He looks the part, but when I see someone like Joe getting, you know, like at the Survivor Series, he was out in you know a minute or whatever, and just you know, and he's lot He lost to AJ again at Starcade. Just losing constantly. He hasn't won in forever. Uh, it just, you just get that feeling like he's there's a message being sent.
1: Well, here's the thing. I don't want Joe lean. What's the message? I don't want a skinny Samoa Joe. It wouldn't look right to me.
0: Remember, they tried that with the Big Show uh, when the Big Show came in in '99 and, uh, and and they, they put him in a big angle, and then all of a sudden he's just getting beat constantly, and then they send him to OVW. Yep.
1: Um,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and that was the same thing with Big Show. You don't want to see him small. <laughs> I mean, well, that defeats but, but, the whole but, but, purpose.
1: Big, hang on. When Big Show came in, though, Big Show was jacked his day one in WWE. If you look back, he wasn't just big and giant, he was jacked. And then he let himself go. And then they did all that. Fat shaming, if you will, and mm-hmm. telling him to get in better shape and send him no B W. Blah 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 blah. A lot of that was his attitude too. It wasn't just him being fat. It was a lot of it, it was his attitude. Yeah, that's it. true. Right, he had a big chip on his shoulder. But one of the things with like with Joe, I don't want to see him any other way. I'm sorry, I just don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Joe was skinny, it would, he wouldn't look as tough. <laughs> I mean, that's
1: it wouldn't work for me. It just wouldn't work.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um So, anyways, they announced they did a backstage segment with Finn and Dolph Ziggler. I can't remember if that was here or earlier, but uh, so that match was announced for Raw. Uh, They did that backstage interview we talked about earlier with Rousey and Natalya. Rousey is asked about Charlotte Flair. Rousey said, "Payback is a bitch, and she's the baddest bitch on the planet." Walked off. So short and simple. Again, you know that Tyson-esque aura. She she can do it. I can. The genie out of the
1: bottle. She 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 definitely could. It's a shame that they've already got put her in these predicaments though.
0: Yeah. All right. Up next, we have the WWE Intercontinental Championship match: Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. Man, this match just never got going. The crowd was chanting, "This is boring." During it, um, or the, it was—I uh, don't know. I thought this was probably the worst match I've seen Seth Rollins, and and a lot of that had to do with the crowd reaction. What you uh, what you think? I forgot this match was on the card. <laughs> yeah. So we've discussed this before. Like the storyline just kind of sucked. They did it the night that Roman Reigns uh, announced that he had leukemia. Big angle, ton of heat, never really explained why. So if you're tell, if you're explaining the story to your friend, you're like, yeah, they're friends forever. And then the one guy turned
1: on the other guy and they ask you why. And you're just kind of like, eh, I don't really know. That's we not a good story. We don't know. I know. I go and I hate this because. Raj, anybody that does a podcast, anybody that does a wrestling uh, uh, review show, it always seems like they're, they're bearing writers and that they know more than the writers and yada, yada, yada. But I'm sorry. At the end of the day, the writers got to take some heat because this is ridiculous that you had that on fire with with him turning in a tag championship win in a win. Yeah. And this is where we are. We still don't know why. Please don't tell me. Well, you got to keep watching. I, no, 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 no. You asked it, for my or... 9 You asked for my 999. You asked for me to order WWE Network to watch the pay-per-view where I'm supposed to see resolution and storyline progression. I didn't see any storyline progression. I don't know why he did what he did. I don't trust them. And this is why we don't this is why we don't trust them. Another example. And oh, I hate saying that cuz it makes it sound like we bag on them. And that's not the case. It's not what we're doing. We're talking as fans.
0: Yeah, it's just simple storytelling. I mean, you know, to your point, uh, the best stories are the ones where you can easily tell someone else what's going on, and this, you can't. And so it's supposed to be this heated heated feud, and then they come out and they're doing rest holds and and this long wrestling match,
1: and there's just a big disconnect. And that tells you something right there, because trust me, those two are so talented that if they were told, here's the story, here's where you're going, here's why Dean did what he did, Seth, here's what you're going to be th- – here's, re- here's what you should be thinking and what you should be acting like, yada, yada, yada. They would They would be doing rest holds and stuff like that. That's my point. They're not telling them, in my opinion, where they're going maybe past a month, I'm guessing, past this angle, which is a shame. I used to know six months in advance what I'd be doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you ever watch a Bruce Prichard's podcast or listen to it, but I I listened to one where they're talking about WrestleMania five or Randy Savage versus Hogan. And it's just so well told like that story. And and what, what happened at the end, they did their biggest pay-per-view ever up until that point. So you tell the right story, it makes sense. And, uh, and it pays off and they just don't do that. It was, it wouldn't have been that hard to come up with an (laughs) explanation for Ambrose and then just keep it heated. But anyway,
1: We gave them a great one, I thought, but whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. So this match went on forever. The fans were just booing it. They they didn't like it. Uh, I mean, if Seth Rollins is being groomed for Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania, this is not the way to get him hot.
1: Yeah, I agree with you.
0: Um, So anyway, uh, Rollins at the end was going for a stomp. Ambrose grabbed him out of nowhere, hit Sturdy D's, and covered him uh, to get the clean pin. So Dean Ambrose wins the Intercontinental Championship clean win.
1: So maybe now we'll, I'm I'm praying that maybe we now know maybe we'll find out. I, I, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I, I, I'm surprised the boys. I don't. I can't speak for either one of those two guys. I don't know them personally, but I I, I wonder like why are they not pushing them and saying you know we should be saying why Dean did what he did. Like, it's not gonna kill the story. It's gonna enhance it.
0: The one, another thing I thought that really sucked with this match was the commentary and Corey Graves asking Renee about Dean Ambrose. And it was just, it's just so awkward when they do that. And, and Renee not having, you know, any explanation or really able to offer anything. It's just like, just don't bring up that Renee's married to Dean Ambrose because when you yes. do, it
1: just sucks. Well, I, what I, well, what I don't understand is why can't Renee just, like, she's married to him though. Like, she should know. She should be his best friend. Yeah. So she should know. She should be telling us what happened. That would be, man, maybe, we'll, we'll have as much luster to it, but maybe she should be the one that drops the ball as to what, drops the bomb on everybody as to he turned and why he did what he did.
0: Yeah. But, I don't know
1: something, but, but don't play this 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 dummy thing.
0: Yeah, the I don't know stuff. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Like saying, it's true. hey, it's he's told me in private, I can't talk about it. <clears throat> just leave it at that. Or don't bring it up at all. Just don't act like you are not married. All. Yeah.
1: Bring it, bring it up then.
0: Yeah. Um, last match, a TLC triple threat match for the SmackDown women's title. Asuka versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. This was one of those. Um, so uh, Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair, they headlined that Hell in the Cell, their, their match went on last on that pay per view. That was what, two years ago, I think. Yeah. But that wasn't necessarily the most anticipated match on the show. In this case, I thought this was. Like, this was truly the main event. <clears throat>
1: It was. Now, let me ask you a question: How much do you think Oscar plays? I mean, she's phenomenal. I'm not saying she's not, but how much do you think she plays? What role she plays in it being like people looking forward to seeing that match? Because I would argue it's just those two, and Oscar was just part of it for the ride.
0: Yeah, I think Asuka was there, so neither.
1: Because
0: by adding Oscar, neither of them gets beat yeah but right exactly but neither of them get beat right Charlotte and Becky don't get beat with Oscar winning whereas if it was just Charlotte and Becky then one of them is beat if yes. that makes sense yes so it's a, it was a pretty smart move um and and a perfect person to add I mean if you added like uh you know one of the iconics or something it wouldn't have worked nobody else would have worked yeah so it was uh it was I mean this match was awesome I thought I mean they just and there were parts of it that were brutal. There was this uh, spot outside. Uh, they were outside the ring. Becky Lynch laid Oscar and Charlotte on a table. Uh, she climbed this ladder. She took it, it took a while for her to get the the ladder adjusted. Then came off the top of the ladder onto the women. Oscar rolled off and all her weight drops on Charlotte, like in her, in her stomach. And the table doesn't break. So she gets a full run and then the table breaks. And you could, I mean, Charlotte reacted like she was in. Serious pain, they bleeped it, whatever she said, but man, that just looked brutal.
1: Yeah, like when girls because they're so much lighter, when they get when they try to go through the table, they've got to hit it with everything they have. Everything, yeah. and what does that mean? Does that mean you, you climb up and jump from higher? No, it means when you come down, you've got to not just fall off the ladder, you've got to come aggressively with all your body weight to make that thing break. It's tough. I've seen them not be able to snap just a normal little wimpy table i think it was nat and beth phoenix one year uh, it was the first time i saw that and it's just harder because they don't weigh as much
0: yeah um yeah i'm to- it's almost like you have to not reinforce the tables but i guess what the opposite have that would be under enforce yeah, the tables
1: sense. like think okay do the thing that all of us wrestling fans- before like i got involved in the business and became a wrestler used to think these tables were pre-cut right like like the steel chairs are (laughs) aluminum yes yes fake blood that's ketchup ketchup, like like this crazy stuff that we used to think is we were little kids yeah (laughs) totally. let me do that for the table
0: Uh, but, man, it was a hell of a match. I mean, there was a, a point where... So, if you watched SmackDown last Tuesday, uh, it finished with Asuka just beating the hell out of Charlotte with uh, kendo stick sh- shots. So, in this match, Charlotte just returned the favor and was just wailing away on Asuka with kendo Good. stick shots. I mean, it's like...
1: I like that because I was pissed they did it at the Charlotte, honestly. Asuka needed that steam being yeah. the third party, in the, par- in the, in the third person in this party. But, by the same token, I loved crazy charlotte by the end of last the women's all women's pay-per-view when she did the ronda that was a moment in time for me watching that and so to see oscar like just go bananas on her like that i didn't like it yeah um, but i see why they had to do it so it was good to see charlotte get her steam back on that
0: yeah how awkward would it be to be oscar's boyfriend tomorrow walking around with her and she's got all these bruises all over <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> you know, everyone's just looking at him like do
1: she i need to call that's the, that's
0: the that's authorities that's <laughs>
1: Those things are annoying. Kendo sticks are annoying. They sting like a bee. They sting.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. one of those uh, that a lot of people think. Like, they think the kendo sticks don't hurt that much. Like, they're oh. gimmick, But, yeah. It's, was,
1: I'm being honest. I would rather be punched in the stomachs, punched in the back, punched in the mouth. I swear to you. Yeah. Than get hit with that annoying kendo stick. It's annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's, 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 it's an annoyance, that, that pain. It's like a, somebody slaps you as hard as they could right across your face. Yeah, it stinks. I don't care who you are; it stinks. <laughs> right.
0: So uh, that's suck for Oscar, but uh, so it was a, this was a really hard hitting match. One of the best, better TLC matches I've seen in a long time. Uh, the finish of the match saw uh, Charlotte and Becky uh, were fighting to get to the top of the ladder. All of a sudden, Ronda Rousey's music hits. She comes down, uh, just pushes the ladder over. Or actually, I'm sorry, all three women are climbing. Uh, Ronda Rousey's music hits. Becky and Charlotte are on, on one ladder. Rousey comes, pushes the ladder over, tips it over, knocks them both down, and Asuka gets the win. I Can't tell if it was a heel turn for Rousey, because you know, he had Charlotte beat the hell out of Rousey at the Survivor series that looked like a heel turn, but she was, you know, back to yes. a baby face the next night. So <laughs> it would be just one of those things where it's not a heel turn for Rousey, but you know, it's progressing that feud. But I thought it was great.
1: It was great, and very, and, and, and to some people, I guarantee you, that it was very unexpected that Oscar would win the title.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I thought it was going to be Charlotte. So, yeah, I thought, I thought
1: was- Oscar either took the pin, or they threw the wild card like they did when Daniel Bryan beat AJ for the title. Meaning, at the time, they were more concerned about giving uh, 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 AJ another loss to Brock Lesnar, to the point where they were going to take the title off him and give it to Daniel Bryan. But then apparently WWE changed their plans and they beat AJ clean. So you tell me, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so uh, people pointing out R- uh, Rousey's music actually didn't hit. She just came out. So, uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Becky had beat the crap out of Rousey in that SmackDown invasion angle on Raw. Uh, Charlotte beat the crap out of Rousey at the Survivor Series. So it made total sense that Rousey would want to get her revenge.
1: I just got, I'm sorry, I love our fans, they're the best. I love when they follow me over to my up live broadcast as well, when I'm done on this, I'm on the nights. they're the best. But why on God's green earth would you waste the finger strength to type that sentence? Run this music didn't play. Do you really, nobody cares. <laughs> sorry. Continue. No. Oh, yeah,
0: I had forgot to mention one backstage segment earlier where yes. uh, Becky yes. approached Nia Jax.
1: I was going to say this. Dude. Yeah. Uh, this, this, my friends, everybody watching, that is a receipt of what you witnessed tonight. That was, that was with WWE, because I was like, oh my God, they just beat Naya and now they just jabroned her again. <laughs> of course, because, because of you know of the accident that happened in the ring. It 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 was an accident, but by the same token, you still always have a receipt coming.
0: It almost felt like that was their way to do it and now you're not going to get a becky versus naya match like that was just their way to handle that settling that issue
1: yep
0: so yeah so they uh naya got punked twice and um yeah becky so anyway oscar grabbed the grabbed the championship and huge pop you know becky was the most over Uh, i would argue she was the most over person on the show but still a huge pop when oscar
1: won i was surprised at that big pop i was
0: yeah same here um so anyway that was the show uh last pay-per-view of the year your thoughts
1: love well again the girls because they got so much time in their matches it made the pay-per-view it changed the for me the vibe of the whole pay-per-view meaning both matches got for me it felt like they had a lot of time to them so because of that it made me forget about all the crap in the beginning i didn't like
0: yeah
1: right, so, i agree so i was telling my wife and i was like you know tonight's pay-per-view is really good and then when you were going over the shows, I go like, oh shit, well that sucked, well that sucked, well that sucked, well that sucked, until we got to the girls' matches. So that's pretty powerful when you think yeah. about it, right? Yeah, totally. The, the guys have got to step up.
0: Well, they're give, being given crap. I mean, you know, we talk about yeah. Rollins and Ambrose. This, a lot of that, so much of that is the story.
1: <clears throat> they are, but look, let's, let's just go back in time for a second here. Go back to the promos between Charlotte and Becky. Um, they're making... The most of their time as as uh jr would say they they maximize their minutes early on on tv right meaning whenever they have open mics and they're cutting promos on each other you feel their passion you believe them when they talk and that's what draws us in then they have these crazy hardcore matches where they beat up each other to a pulp and they do all these cool things to one another they keep setting raising that bar of women's wrestling to whole new heights every time they wrestle um that's what it feels like. Every time they those two are in a match together, they raise the whole women's bar, which is saying something. And they're doing that. So it's not the writers just writing this per se. It's them seizing their opportunities and making their opportunities bigger. And the guys can do that. I don't know what they're waiting for.
0: Yeah. I agree. Uh, I, th- I think the book, you know, we were talking about Drew earlier about beating him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh Seth Seth earlier this year, right? He was red hot for a while and then they he's getting beat by Dolph and losing all these matches. It killed, you know, those losses. You might think wins and losses don't matter, or oh, he there was interference in it, but it kills your momentum, and Seth is not near as hot as he was earlier
1: this year. Not and, uh, not to be a like some 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 mark, you know, to any of the rosters that are watching this. When I wrestled, yeah, winning and losing wasn't didn't really mean it. You know, you get paid the same. But as a fan, when I watch, I'm being very serious when I say wins absolutely matter. I do yeah. do care if somebody wins or loses and I remember if they've won or lost generally. Right. Um, you know what I mean? So there is something to winning and losing. I hate when they say there's not. If there's not, why are we watching?
0: Exactly. I mean, that's the whole point. And in your head, when someone loses, you you got that in your head that they're a beatable guy. And the yes. more they do, the, the more it's in your head that they're a very beatable guy. So exactly, man. it matters. It all does. right. Uh, also, this past weekend, <laughs> ROH Final Battle. There was a, We have another podcast on Friday night. But Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, uh, Hangman Page, they're all gone. They all uh, left ROH. They said their farewells. Uh, Cody tweeted out a goodbye yesterday. or Maybe it was today. Um, Hangman Page did uh, earlier tonight. Um, the rumor is that they're starting a new promotion funded by the uh, Jackson Jaguars owner's son, Tony Khan. Uh, All Elite Wrestling. We'll see. Uh, January is supposed to be the announcement if they do it. So, um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I, I wish them the best. You know, I hope it blows up. Yeah. You know.
0: I just wonder how much. How much audience is there for another promotion? If it if it's similar to ROH in New Japan in the U.S., it, I don't know how much of how much audience there is for that. Unless they get a TV deal, I mean, if they get a TV deal, that's a game changer. But if it's if it's something on the internet or
1: you know uh, well, using cool. a
0: streaming service,
1: well, let me ask you something: Is it really a game changer? Because doesn't it, it depends on what type of TV? Yes, of if
0: if it's if it was a big TV deal, yeah,
1: because impacts on TV ain't doing nothing. No, no.
0: I mean, they just did a... They're now in the 100,000 viewers mark. So, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Last week... Well, they they switched the time slot. And since then, it's been like right around 100,000 viewers. I think last week it was 100, like... one hundred. Slow down, slow down,
1: slow down. 100,000.
0: Yeah.
1: Holy crap. What happened?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that... A lot of people are talking about how the wrestling is so much better on impact. Now, no one cares about the wrestling. You need stars and and big, you know, feuds. And sure. you need people that are, you know, interesting, that fans that will tune in and watch that don't normally watch it. The hardcores are going to watch. And he, I don't know. I, I worry about you still, impact.
1: You still need, say what you will, you still need the Scott Steiners, the Booker T's, the Kevin Nash's, the Sting's, the Angles everybody that used to say oh what are these old guys still coming back to in fact that's why because they bring eyeballs to the tv set and then the aj styles samoa joes steal the show with their matches once the eyeballs were on those tv screens
0: yeah absolutely <coughs> you pit the new stars against the older stars have them feud, and that's how you get you know that's how you make newer stars so anyway, uh, we'll see with AEW. Obviously, that'd be awesome if they do take off. Uh, you know, yeah. WWE has been kind of painful lately, and the ratings reached new lows uh, this past Monday night—the lowest rated RAW in history, uh, the second and third hour, the lowest rated second and third hours ever. Uh, SmackDown—they're doing their lowest numbers. It wasn't the lowest number ever; that was the week before, but it was almost—it almost tied it. So this past uh, Tuesday, SmackDown was. The third lowest, but one of those uh, one of those episodes was on election night, so that one doesn't really count well, as other
1: much. Thing, Raj, other than football, other than sports like like baseball, basketball, and football, okay, I don't have a need for TV. I don't watch regular TV ever. I mean, ever. Right. I'm always on my fire stick. That's all we watch. Right. So, like, what I'm wondering is 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 okay? Yeah, okay. Bad writing, bad storyline. Maybe not big enough stars. These are all good reasons for what raising, right? But but Raj, one of my biggest concerns is this is we're not recognizing that the 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 trend is people are just not watching TV and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger in that direction.
0: Yeah. Well then how does wrestling survive if that's the case? Because the one thing that wrestling is getting these big TV deals because they're treating it like sport, in the sense that. They're treating it like a, they have a fan base that won't go away, that's going to sit through it live and not DVR it. I mean, that's why they're getting these big money deals. They're calling it DVR-proof entertainment. Now, that's not necessarily the case. More and more people are DVRing it, and right. fewer and fewer people are watching it. Right. And that's a problem. That's,
1: that's the trend, I think, is, is overall. I, I think people view wrestling as entertainment more than sport as far as their, 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 as far as their viewing habits go meaning i'm not going to watch game of thrones live on hbo i wait for that bitch to come out a couple hours later at 12 a.m or 1 a.m and i'll watch it later on um, on, on stream version um yeah. you know what i mean yeah I just this is what i do nothing no from I'm the same way. tv so wrestling it fits in that category in my opinion for entertainment and, and it's not like a sports game because with sports what happens is if you don't watch it live because it is Destination TV, your friends are going to spoil it for you. You're going to go on Twitter. You're going to find other results. Uh, your neighbor's going to screw it up for you. You're going to find out the Saints won or whatever. And you you have to watch it live. That's the difference.
0: Yeah. Well, back in the day, you felt like you had to watch wrestling live. You it did. Was, you it felt unpredictable. Did. It, it was exciting. That's now true. it's so mundane and formulaic. Um,
1: I just wondered if we've gotten so far away as a, I mean, as a culture in general, like, from destination TV where we 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 were distracted by so many things. I mean just YouTube alone distracts the hell out of me. Yeah. For for hours. I'll just go off on these tangents where I just keep going to the next one, to the next one, to the next link, to the next link. And I'll look up and it'll be an hour and a half later. I'm like, oh shoot, I'm late for work yeah. <laughs> or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It's just crazy. There's too much stuff out there to watch right at our hands.
0: Yeah. And it's just not yeah, and not and with that and also what the product is. I feel like the product is the most boring that it's it's ever been that since I've been watching. It, it sucked for a while there in like 94, 95 or like 93, 94 when you had Duke the Dumpster Drocie and you know that kind of stuff, but it was only 1 hour. It was easy to you know get through it. Now it's, you know, 5 hours a week. If they
1: had that happen now, let me tell you that I don't think they would be around. I'm dead serious. If back in that in those days, think about it, Raj they have all these different shows, all these streaming services, all these over the top, oh, yeah. Yeah. different ways to watch entertainment now. Back then, I don't know if they recovered.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Before the Monday Night Wars. I mean, if yeah. they could they have hung on until that, that period hit? I don't know. I mean, these TV deals are really, uh, I mean, they're <clears throat> making WWE more money than ever, but you know, people bring up, oh, now we're, people are watching on YouTube and everything. Well, YouTube's not paying WWE half a billion dollars. So if they don't perform on Fox and they don't, you know, they don't need to do giant numbers, but they're expecting, the word was that they were expecting over 3 million viewers a week. Now they're doing under 2 million the last two weeks for SmackDown. So they need to raise that a million, over a million a week on a Friday
1: night. So.
0: Uh,
1: what, 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 how, how does it work nowadays? Because I used to argue Friday nights were terrible. because They, they are bored. terrible. People go out on the weekends. People go out on Friday nights.
0: Yeah. So I I think the argument is that wrestling fans are more loyal so that they will stick around for a show on a a Friday night. Uh, And I mean, SmackDown has been on a Friday before, and we know that's not necessarily the case. That's true. So anyway, um, that about does it. uh, Matt, did you have anything you wanted to plug?
1: No, you're fast typer. Was that you typing? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, my, yeah, my computer fast. just froze up. <laughs> very fast. No, yeah. nothing. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and watching again. You guys are the best fans. Even those of you that complained that uh, Ronda Rousey's music didn't play, but I, don't know, <laughs> I still love you guys very much.
0: Absolutely. And we'll be back tomorrow night. Myself, Mr. Matt Morgan, and Glenn Rubenstein will be back. So uh, make sure to join us tomorrow f- uh, for the Wrestling Podcast. Take care.
1: Bye, guys.